Hey everybody, welcome to the Dates and Yak Show. I'm Chris Dayton. I'm Amber Yaklin. We are uh, fired up tonight. Yeah, really excited to be coming at you for another week here. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy How's, Thanksgiving. Have you seen since then? Yeah. Hope everybody had a great happy Thanksgiving. It has been a really good season of like thankfulness. I feel like there's been a couple mindset shift things that have happened in my life and um, I'm even, you know, watching the snow from my window going like, okay, it's a magical time of year to see the snow. I don't know Ugh. if I'm going to feel this way in February, but... You're not going to feel that way next week. I mean, you don't know that. You don't know me. You want a white Christmas? <laughs> yeah, I do know you. Be quiet. <laughs> Some people don't know you. They think yeah. they know you. They think they know, but they have no idea. <laughs> no truer words have been spoken. <laughs> no, that's right. So, um, no, fired up. I mean, I got some big news. Oh, yes. Drum roll, please. I asked my girlfriend to marry me, and she said yes. <laughs> so I am engaged happily. I was very excited. Totally pulled that off. Did the whole uh, Henry Ford Knights uh, thing and did it in the chapel. She had no idea. Amber, she had no oh, idea. Oh, so awesome. So you talk about being thankful. Oh, God, I'm super thankful for all that and coming together and She's just such a wonderful woman. You guys are so great together, honestly. Really. She's she's awesome. Like, I've gotten to just, like, have a couple of, like, more personal interactions with her, and she sets you off so well. She's amazing. And then, you know, I got Kiki, too, mm -hmm. who is uh, her eight-year-old daughter, but going to be my stepdaughter. Yay. And uh, I bought her a little necklace with a little heart, and it was great giving it to her. And I told her, hey, this is my heart for you, and I will always be there for you. <sighs> And anything you need, you can always count on me. Aww. And she started crying. And I mean, I could start crying right now. Know, it's been so, an emotional weekend, and I'm really going to ball my eyes out. Know, but these are happy tears. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's been good. And you know what? <laughs> and in spite of all that, real estate does not stop. <laughs> that, that is true. Um, I think it's really funny. We were just talking about how no matter what's happening in your life, our career is really special. That's special. Yeah, that's special. Oh, dear. Um, there are times when emotions take over, whether happy or sad, or, you know, you're maybe hurt, angry, getting engaged at Henry Ford. Who knows what you're doing on the what? weekend? Right. And the next thing you know, you know, people are like, oh, do you got that contract over yet? And you're like, oh, hold on. I just put the ring on her finger, but let me let me pull up my yeah, dot I'll loop. get it. Yeah. Let let me pull get, my dot. I'll send it over to you. Let me see if I can do it on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I'm going to step away for just a minute. Oh, crap. I can't get signal. <laughs> so it's just funny how like things in our lives, because of what we do, are not binary. They're not mutually exclusive. Right. Um, and I feel like I've had so many like weird lessons this weekend that have really come into fruition. One of them being, which we've talked about before, it's very hard to ever turn off in our business. We have to always kind of be like fresh-faced, smiling, um, and have the energy that is attracting other people. Right. And there are times when, you know, believe it or not, I wake up and I'm like, I just don't want the human race to talk to me today. I would just prefer to like <laughs> stay in my pajamas and be in this, under this blanket in the couch. And I don't want anyone to look at me or talk to me. And I just want to give my kids some iPads and I just want to like hide from the world. But what's funny is even though I am on the couch in my pajamas doing all that, I'm still on the computer and taking phone calls. And ironically, today was just one of those days. You know, I hate to be, I have to be brutally honest. I woke, wake up, I'm pissed, I'm irritated, I didn't sleep well, 
I'm just tired. And I put the baby down for a nap and I'm getting a bunch of work done because, you know, there's just stuff to do on a Monday. And my, one of my clients, I call and he goes, oh my gosh, you are so great. I cannot believe you are pulling this off. Like, I'm just so impressed. Thank you so much, Amber. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you are so welcome anytime. First of all, I mean, that warms my heart that anybody says that, right? Like I, right. I work hard for my clients, so it's nice to be appreciated. And then I get off the phone and I'm literally like sobbing just because I'm having a bad day. But you can't have, you can't have a bad day in real estate. We can and we're going to do a podcast. I don't care how bad your day is. Get up here. We're going to record this and we're doing this. But this is the stuff that's real life. And one thing about you and I that we've always shared is everybody being their authentic self is really important. It's yeah. important to have some transparency. It's important to have some real life human emotions. It can't just be like, you know, look at the interest rates. Look at this listing. How do you like the barn doors on this house? You know, it's like there has to be some substance there. And we're human beings. We have good days. We've got bad days. And in between, we're taking care of a lot of people's emotional stuff too. Right. That's why we get paid a lot of money. Today I had a, I had a talk with somebody, one of my clients about that and I think she really saw the value. I think it clicked for somebody where normally you, you're not really a part of the process from the contract to close. You don't really right. know the ins and outs. And due to this specific circumstance, I'm literally like, she's like, well, what's the next step? And what's the next step? And what's the next step? And as I'm going through it, she's like, it's just so much. I, I just don't know how to like, like even think about all this. And I go, well, now you know why we get paid what we get paid. It's a lot of work for two months. A lot. Yeah. Each deal is so unique and so many hurdles, so many things that can come up in situations. You want people who know what they're doing to be able to handle it so that you don't get burned. In this case, uh, you're doing the right thing. In that, that specific scenario, we did her a solid. Yeah, and that's another thing too, though. Doing the right thing trumps everything. It does. And if you... Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> don't build the wall. It's great. Um, if you... I said something funny the other day that I need to say. I'll tell everybody in a little bit. But if you are on the verge of feeling like a deal is making or breaking you and you don't know which way you should go, you have to You really use that gut instinct. What is the right thing to do? What is the kind, moral, just, right thing to do? And even if it costs you money, you got to go in that direction. It's, it's literally like the topic is like realtor ethics almost. And we have ethics in our business. In fact, you, you sign up when you join, mm -hmm. uh, in our specific case, our local board, Greater Metropolitan Area of Realtors uh, in the Detroit area. Uh, you, you agree to handle yourself in a certain ethic manner. Uh, we, take, I, can you, we take Con Ed. That is, goes with Code of Ethics. Yeah, I just had a situation where I got a listing and uh, I had the buyer. So I had both sides of this deal. They go to do the inspection. Well, in the course of the inspection, it turns out there, there's potentially, well, excuse me, there's potentially a challenge with the basement. The walls are not exactly straight, potentially bowing in. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't know. Uh, we need to bring out a structural engineer. Mm -hmm. um, these, th these kind of things and, are fixable, and, and they and happen. They happen. There's plenty of times. And it could be nothing. It could be very expensive. Right. In either case... That buyer decided not to purchase, move forward with the purchase of that home. Totally understand it. That's why they have an inspection period. Now, what's interesting is the seller uh, proposed, well, maybe we don't, we'll just get another buyer and they won't notice. Nope. Wrong again. 
<laughs> there you go. So you've got a moment. I wonder how many agents would be like, you know what? That's true. I could probably sell this, and if I don't have to deal with this, maybe I just do a quick sale, uh, and maybe somebody won't notice, or they won't notice that there's a problem, potential problem, in the basement, and just move forward. And I was like, nope. Unfortunately, because now I know about it, and I'm aware of it, the next steps we need to do is bring out a structural engineer, and we need to get clarity on whether or not there so actually is a problem. So that then you can disclose what the problem may or may not be. I'd rather know than try to hide or do something that I'm just not, like when I thought about it, I just wasn't comfortable. Why would I want, I'd put myself in the other shoes. Why would I want to be an agent that's representing a buyer and they miss out on something and then they get a call three years from now that the house fell in on itself. Right. Oops. And what's funny is if you even go back and I'm sure there's experience after experience that even our listeners can go back and think of. There are times you made the right choice, and at the time you were like, man, I'm getting the short end of the stick here, but you can see how it's played out. That's why they say hindsight is 2020. It's it's f- fantastic to take a look in the rearview mirror once in a while and be like, oh, that's exactly why that happened. That's so cool, you yeah. know, because you're just in a better place for whatever reason now. So I just I had heard something today by Gary Vee. It's a little bit different than most of his messages, and it was really about, like, kindness and how if that is – if you are working on kindness, you need to triple down on that. Really? And that oh. everything else will just blow up. And he's like, if I had to say why I'm so successful, it's kindness. It's my focus on being kind to others. And we talk about a lot of issues that are happening in our world. And when we talk about it, I think we're actually super naive in saying that. I think we talk about a lot of issues happening in our state or in our country. I think we pretend like we know about the issues of the world, mm-hmm. but that most people, if push came to shove, don't actually know what's happening in most of the world. And I'm not claiming to be somebody who does. I'm just saying that we throw around this phrase, you know, that, oh, so many problems in the world, and we just want to talk them to death, and we don't want to take any steps in the right direction. Of, I like, want to argue with somebody on Facebook about it. Yeah. We're just not taking any steps to fix problems. them. So... You know, and then we talk about how things just aren't black and white all the time. They're not binary. They're not mutually exclusive. There's other things that happen that we can fix. Right. It's not an either or. Very unusual that it's an either or. In fact, anytime you get in that, that becomes like ultimatum territory. You know what I mean? Like either you're going to do this or else. And that never works. That has an expiration. You know, you might solve it that time. Like let's take relationships, for example. You're in a relationship and somebody says, you have to do this, otherwise I'm out. Right? Right. And it might be like, I want you to always do the dishes or I'm out. Well, come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little, this escalated quickly. I got out of control. <laughs> but you can just fill in the blank or like, here's probably another one. You're doing. I'm now in a, a serious, not me, but this person, say there's a person that was like, I'm in a relationship and one of them says, I don't want you to go out with... Um, your friends anymore. It's your friends or me. Right? Does that happen? Sure. Oh, yeah. That one happens all the time, actually. That one does happen all the and, time. And that is only, that's the seedbed for resentment that will take root. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about seed time and harvest time that will fester. And the more that happens, then it's going to grow up into a nice big harvest of bite me. <laughs> and, and here's and people the thing. Are out. People want to act like there's only like two choices sometimes, right? Like we're talking about right now. Um, and I want to share 
because I feel like we have so many people in our industry that do listen, who understand the ins and outs of what we do, um, I want to share about the story about the client today and, and kind of what we did for her and how there was multiple avenues for her and right. what we ended up doing to, sure. to kind of have a, a story to tie in about the kindness and doing the right thing, right? So uh, I've got an amazing seller. She's in a bad position. She needs to get out from under her house. And we have done incredible marketing on it. We've had a few offers. We've had a few people that have walked away for one reason or the other. In fact, a couple that we didn't really have a good reason for. But if you're on the listing side, you know that there's you can't really hammer people about that. Like you just said about your buyer. They have the right to walk away. That's why we have these contracts in right. place. And if you're not in real estate and you're curious about that, that's just a given. It's right into the contract that you sign when you write up a purchase agreement. You have through the inspection period to walk away for any reason. If you're like, I don't like the color of the sky today, that's good enough. I mean, you can just bow out. Um, so this has happened a couple times and it's, it's money crunch time. So here's the problem sometimes in real estate. You either have time or you have money. And that's whether you're the agent or you're a client, right? So if your house isn't selling right away, you need time. But sometimes in order to buy that time, you need to have the money to still be able to make your mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a really bad position and you're like, I've got three months worth of mortgage payments and then I'm, I'm in a really bad place, then we got to start coming up with other avenues, right? So yeah. what I feel like mutually exclusive would be like, I either sell this house for you or you go into foreclosure. Right. Right? When that That's most true. people would say like, I'm either going to sell the house and we're going to find a buyer or you're going to stop making your payments and you're going to lose the home. And you really need to figure out how to best service your client. Like a lot of us talk that talk, but a lot of agents don't walk that walk. They don't even know what that means. So I started looking at different avenues for her. We discussed short sales. We discussed that that's not really an option that you get to choose. That's something that the bank either allows you to do or doesn't allow you to do. And then come to find that that gap that you, you know, between what you owe and what you sell for, they call that earned income. And now you're going to get taxed on it. So you already don't have any money. And now this is going to cost you a lot of money, plus ding up your credit, plus you're not going to be able to buy a house, right? Right. Then you can go foreclose on your house. So you don't make any payments, it dings your credit, you're not going to go buy a house you know, or a car or anything else for that matter for a long, 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 long time. Long time. Um, you know, and a lot of people had to go through that not so long ago here in Michigan. Well, and, I mean, the reality is on the short sale side, if you go to your bank, you have to have uh, a significant event that's happened. And in this case, it has not. It's yeah. Just... It was just more like advice that's coming from every angle, right? right. And when you're in a desperate position, you start to, you start to listen to all the advice. Mm -hmm. um, so what happened in our specific case um, was very, I feel like, unique. I feel like of all the things that happen in real estate, we're like, oh, you wouldn't believe the things that happen all the time. And there truly are those stories of like crazy stuff that people think happened once, but it's happened to everybody. This, to me, I feel like is a very unique situation. We had an offer in, and the offer was written by a realtor. He wants to buy the home himself. Mm -hmm. um, we kind of went back and forth on the price because it was too low for her to get out of the home. She would have owed on the house. Therefore, essentially called a short sale, right? It's not really a short sale, but that's what we would, would call have, it. Would have had required the would bank intervention. Yeah. Correct. So I get on the horn with him and explain the situation. And not to not have the fiduciary responsibility to my client, 
but in a way because I saw an out for her. I saw that this could work for her because if I'm dealing with an agent, one, he could waive his commission. Two, he could bring his price up to get the house. And she kept telling me, all I want is to get out from under this house. She already knew she was not making a profit. I should say that so people know that we had already priced the home to break her even by paying her closing costs and commission. So we got him up to the payoff price. I got him to pay her seller's closing costs and uh, waive his commission. And with that, she can get out from under this house, pay nobody anything, because in order to do that, I'm going to bow out. I'm going to take a step back and do the right thing and connect them and say, he's going to take care of the paperwork for you. He has a title company. He's going to buy this house. You will go sign your papers. You will not owe a penny, and you will not have anything bad happen against you from going another route. Mm -hmm. But with that being said, I have to back out of the transaction now. Right, which as a real estate it, agent, it stinks like, a little bit. It's almost like, uh, like what is that? The claws on the chalkboard. Like, yeah, that, that like sound, nails like, on chalkboard. Ah. You're like, oh my gosh, I've done so much work. It's to- even worse than like, I'll lower my commission to zero. Yeah. Oh my god, what just happened? <laughs> and I, what's really funny is I was just saying something the other day. Like I, I'm not a discount agent. I no. do not lower my commission for anybody. My mother paid six percent. I gotta go. My mom paid six. My mom offered to pay ten. Did I ever tell you? I'll oh tell my gosh, so that's, that's ridiculous. Mom, your mom can pay me ten if she wants. <laughs> she goes, do you need the money, honey? And I'm like, mom, no, no. Um, uh, Mrs. Dayton, I do. Yeah. <laughs> If you're listening. 6% plus a 4% aggregation fee. Yeah, right. (laughs) So I just think, you know, it's just one example. And I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back for doing this whatsoever. It's just one of those circumstances where we have to use the avenues that we have in front of us. We have to see what is this end result going to be because it wasn't going to be good for her. And in return, all I asked her aunt to do was to tell everybody that I'm the best realtor ever in the world and send me all the referrals. No. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's, that's the best play. It wasn't the only play. Yeah. We had to think about it. And we had to put together the plan and we had to make that happen. And, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, again, that's like back to that seed time and harvest time. We literally sowed the seed of do the right thing. And now we will reap a lot of good things happening. Yeah, and I, I had that conversation with some people on our team really recently um, because I think we're just in an impatient business. Oh, that's the understatement of the century. We want everything now. We want Microwave. To give, we want to give you a business card, and then we want you to hire us tomorrow. And we don't understand cultivating the relationships so that in four, five, six, seven, maybe ten years, you will be buying or selling a home. But in the meantime, if I treat you well, who else will you tell that I treat you well? Because at the end of the day, we we work with people that we respect and know are going to do the right thing when push comes to shove. That's right. Good stuff. I'm super proud of you. Thanks. I appreciate that. I know we had like a little moment off uh, off air, but uh, for real, on the air, 
I love you. You're awesome. And uh, you crush it, and I'm proud to be in business with you. I am very proud to be the, in the dating group of realtors. I mean, I mean it, it's a love fest now. It's but super loving. Don't do that. Like, I love you. You love me. <laughs> no, but I'm being serious. You have grown so much in the last three years. It is unbelievable, the, the growth curve that you're on. And I cannot wait for 2019. I'm, you guys, I'm pumped up about 2019. I went to Sherry Swift's vision board party. And if you've never done a vision board, I was not really like a, oh my gosh, yeah, let's do a vision board, like kind of girl. But there is something about just putting down and really taking some like time to yourself to think about what you want out of life and just like having it front and center. And it can really expand your mindset of what is actually possible. Right. And it's not even just about you, you, you. You start to like, really spider web that out and go like what difference can I make for other people at the end of the day and that's really at the core of humanity and we're missing that sometimes if you feel if you're listening to this and you feel like you are missing something in life it's because you got to find someone to give something to yeah it will change your so world it really really will and um you know in the season of being so thankful I tell you this all the time but I am truly thankful for your mentorship. I, December 1st, I had taken my real estate license three years ago, December 1st. Wow. My, the test, I passed. And <laughs> so I haven't even been fully on the team for three years yet. But if you think about this business, we talk about you know the long marathon, but there is a way to get successful quickly. That's the draw of real estate. Right, of course. But the trick is to find a great mentor, to not give up, and you either have the time or the money. So you either have the time to spend to go door knock, cold call. Are you saying that's mutually exclusive? <laughs> <laughs> or you have the money to do all the marketing. It's you. an either or. Ba-doom. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, or you have a really rich grandma. One way or the other. I mean, you're going to get business. Start, start finding out solutions <laughs> somewhere in between. All right, guys. We love you. We got to roll because uh, they're shutting us down. And um, anyway. Over and out until next week. Love to hear from you guys. Check us out. Shoot us an email. Whatever you want to do. Call Amber. Tell her how great she is. Because she is. <laughs> and uh, We'll see I, you guys next week. I will definitely see you guys next week. See you. Bye-bye.